Tyler Lockett looks for the ball. He's got it. Touchdown, Seahawks. Describe the meeting room and the receivers room specifically without Doug Baldwin here. I mean, it's a lot different. Obviously, Doug was a great leader. He helped us in every single way. Uh, aspects on the field, off the field, and allowed us to become better men, as well as Nate Carroll, which is our receiver coach. I think now we're trying to kind of learn like what kind of room that we want to be. Uh, we're trying to understand everybody's personalities and try to see like who fits in where and trying to do that. It's not really hard. It's a lot of great guys in there, a lot of rookies right now from just coming in, just trying to be able to make the team. But right now, everything that I'm seeing, I'm loving it. So more importantly, you should look at the grind to get to that outcome. What did Doug teach you about being a leader? I think one of the biggest things Doug taught me is just to be able to keep going regardless of how well you do, how bad you do. At the end of the day, there's gonna be some practices where you might not get to practice as much. And you gotta be able to learn how to still tune in and still be able to be there to help somebody. And the biggest thing is just like, it's not about you. It's always about being able to get everybody else ready. When you're a leader, they believe and they already know that you're gonna prepare yourself to be ready, but you gotta be able to get everybody else ready. So if you focus on yourself, it's going to be harder to be able to come together as a team and be great. So that's one of the things that he taught me is just making sure that you stay on everybody else because that's what you have to do to help your team be successful. How are you going to adapt to being the top receiver or the number one receiver on this offense? Whether I say that I'm the number one receiver or number two, I don't think it really matters. Um, I was like the number three receiver two years ago and I got more targets than I did being a number two receiver last year. So. I think at the end of the day, it's just me going out there and just being able to play, regardless of how many targets I get, whether it's 15, whether it's two, at the end of the day, I'm gonna make the best out of what's given. You're gonna be in the slot more this year, is that correct? I have no clue. I mean, you know, I've played in a slot a lot in the season, but I'm always on the outside as well. So I think it's just gonna depend on whichever way the coaches want me to line up, whichever matchup they see best, they might wanna put me in that position. Give me your first impression of DK Metcalf. Fast. Not faster than me. <laughs> nah, I mean, we'll have to race, but I mean, he's, he's real fast, real fast, physical, great player. Excited to be able to see what he's going to do in the league. Uh, excited to be able to see when he puts on a pass, very physical. And he, he likes the contact and stuff like that. And I'm excited when, they, when we put on the real jerseys and stuff, I'm excited to see what he does. Whose idea was it to make the video with DJ Fluker? Oh, um, BC, Coach Carroll's son, Brennan Carroll. <laughs> it was Brennan's idea. Yep, he, he won't, he'll probably deny it, but it was his idea. Is DJ going to get a Best Supporting Actor Award? I don't know. We got, they need to put us on the ESPYs and have the best videos, like <laughs> best mimic videos. That's become legendary. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. I mean, sometimes they talk about it on ESPN and stuff and say, why should they do that? They shouldn't do that. But at the end of the day, I mean, we're still young, we're trying to have fun. Like, everybody knows it's fun and games. It's not as serious as people try to make it. And, you know, for the city of Seattle, it's fun.